Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him! Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Sadness is in the house! Oh no! Hello! I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's time for another edition of The Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you know what Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, it felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. another episode of the Brett Allen show. Thanks for watching and listening. And today we were talking about a fun little ditty dropping on the 21st of September on Peacock meet cute. I had an opportunity to screen this. This is just, I mean, what we need right now. We're chatting with one of the stars, Deborah S. Craig. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm excited to talk about meet cute. It's such a wonderful film and I'm so happy to be part of it. Yeah, I mean, it is just great. It's fun. It's hilarious. I mean, it just has all the things uh, that you would want in a romantic comedy. So uh, let's talk about your involvement in it. It's it's such a great show. Um, what sort of interested you in it and how did the project come about for you? Well, great question. I read the script and I loved the script. I thought Noga did an amazing job and it just sucked me in. And I just sort of loved the messaging she had in it about love and not giving up on people and how we can all sort of help each other to succeed. And um, I feel like June really has a part in not and being like, okay, I'll help you not give up on each other. And uh, so there was that. And then Alex Lehman, I was a big fan of his work as well and his directing style. He really gets intimate with his actors, gets to know them. And then they're really transparent on screen. And I feel like you see something that you haven't seen from that person before. And I was excited to work with him. Uh, The cast director, Amy Renee, she had brought me in for this and was really great. And that's how I, and then I auditioned for it. Like, and um, we were still in, the pandemic, I, I self-taped for it. And um, yeah, that's how I came on board. 
Yeah. And I was going to ask you about that because as I was doing research for it and reading about the director and things like that, he he definitely is more hands-on, I think, than most (laughs) when it comes to a lot of projects. Um, Was that sort of a different experience for you having, I mean, every director is different. Some are from afar, some are up close, but this one in particular uh, seems to really just get into the trenches, so to speak, with his actors and really just sort of um, get on as hands-on as you possibly can. Uh, and you do see that transparency through the characters, your character, uh, Pete Davidson. I mean, just the whole thing all the way around. Right. I mean, first of all, like you're right. And I think he does get in the trenches with you. Um, and I feel fortunate. I've worked with so many amazing directors and they all bring something different. And but he in particular does this thing where he really preps you before the movie. You, he gets to know you. You have these great conversations about the character, about the script. And he gets to know you so well that by the time you're on set, you think like, oh, it's so nice. He just wants you to be prepared and feel comfortable. But it's really his secret weapon because then he knows you and you get on set and he knows if you're giving anything that's a tiny bit of BS. He can see right, he already knows you. So he's like, I know that's not really your most authentic voice in that moment and that you can you can do more. And he asks you to bring more, which is challenging, but fun because you then as an actor, you get to grow, you get to discover things. And, you know, that's all you can ever ask for is to be a, become a better storyteller. I, I love that the storytelling part, but also <laughs> I like it. It's a secret weapon because you're yeah. like you become I mean, I guess if, you know, they did that and told you kind of beforehand what to expect, it probably wouldn't work quite as well but when they can pull put a move on you as an actress so to speak and go hey wait a second you know you're you're like acting there in that moment and being true um he's like i I know you i know that's that's i know you could do better you're like okay i will because you're right that's hilarious it has to be humbling too as an actor i guess because like i said before i i know on some projects you know it's like you're just you do your best and you act and you tell the story but when you're doing a love story i think that's one of the things about this one in particular um is that you really do see the authenticity coming through and you look at it and go this could you know this is something that could happen or probably has happened um i've never had a meet cute i don't know if you have but i think you know it just it really it's very honest and i think that's what makes it a great story in my opinion Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, I think it's really honest. I think everyone really brought their best work. And we had just, you know, gotten to the point of of being able to start working again. So I think that people were also really grateful to be creating and, and being able to make a film. And I feel like you can feel that, the heart of, like, we want to connect. We want to, you know, be in this bubble and make something. That was really special and and the real gift, you know, during a time where you're like, will I ever work with people again? <laughs> I, know. I don't know. Maybe I'll just talk to my computer some more and my plans. That's <laughs> hilarious. Well, I mean, yeah. And I imagine too, you know, when people were starting to come back and do projects, you know, after a couple of false starts, it just had to feel really good to create something that I think a lot of people are going to enjoy. You know what I mean? And especially now with so much content to choose from, it's nice to have something that is a little bit lighthearted and funny, but also has meaning. And I think that's what people want uh, to be, you know, suspended for an hour or two uh, and not think about the problems 
of their life or the world for that matter. Yeah. And then also, I, I hope that you also enjoyed, like, I think it's such a beautiful love letter to New York and I love New York so much, but I think that they really captured the city so beautifully, you know, the DP and the cinematographers. I just think, you know, it's a whole character in the story as, as it should be. And, and I, even I was like, oh, I'm seeing the city again in a different way. And, and I, it does make me feel romantic and want to wander around and be like, oh, maybe I'll just, and also wonder if there are time machines in the back of nail salons that I go to. Yeah, there you go. I mean, if there can be law firms, there can be, uh, you got that. There could be time machines. So I want to wind the clock a little bit back and kind of start with your journey as an actor, sort of where that process became for you and began for you and what sort of interested you in becoming a storyteller. Thanks for caring, Brett. Um, I <laughs> I started off as a uh, pianist and a singer. Uh, I was a classical pianist for a long time, and I loved I love music. And so, you know, most storytelling to me has some sort of music in it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's ebb and flow, there's um, dynamic and emotions and internal monologues and external monologues. And so, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of com uh, connection to music, even in acting, but I started off as a musician and then I just didn't like being isolated and playing all the time. And so I really started to discover theater as a, as a kid and, and was singing and um, acting in the, I acted in the school production when I was five. I was a, a frog. It was a pretty, pretty great role. And I just loved it so much. I loved the community. I liked creating with other people. And I just kind of did all of the things for a long time. And then when it sort of came to the point of like college and I was like, do I stay a pianist um, and go that route? Or, or do I, you know, segue into, or do I just fo focus on theater and musical theater and, and acting? And, and um, my beloved late piano teacher was like, his was married to an actress. His name was Robert McDonald. And he was like, go and be an actor. And he supported me and wrote a letter to help me get into the theater program and was totally, and spent all these years training me to be a classical pianist and was still like, totally go be an actor. It was such a gift and so kind. Um, did not feel like that was that I that he had downloaded all this classical piano training into me and that it wasn't going to go somewhere. Yeah. And the rest is history. Here you are with this fantastic project, uh, which will be available on the 21st on Peacock. Um, if you don't have Peacock, I mean, it's just one more streaming app uh, to add to your repertoire and well worth it because uh, this is definitely one that you won't want to miss. And I don't know, I think as we kind of wrap here, I, I agree with you. You know, it's New York is such a beautiful city and it really sort of, I think, might spring hope <laughs> for a lot of people uh, yeah. that uh, anything is possible. Right. And and I think that's the paper uh, on which the love letter is written for this project, you know. Beautifully said. Yes, we can all be open to a meet cute and we don't have to just be classical pianists. <laughs> I love it. Well, be sure to check uh, our guest, Deborah, on this fantastic project and all the other great things that uh, she's been a part of. Thank you so much uh, for your time today. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care.